This is the Mouthpiece Podcast, and it's me, your host, Ezra Hernandez, and I'm here with the co-host, the one and only, Jay Pacheco. I still haven't mastered how I'm going to come in yet. It's, it's hard. I can see the down your face when you do it, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. I could see it. I could just see you second-guessing yourself the whole way through. So, are we going to talk about it? Oh, like I was right, that it was a shit show? It was a shit show. I agree with you 100%. It was a definite shit show. And we're talking about, I mean, everyone knows what we're talking about, right? If you go to a boxing podcast this week, right? If you go listen to a boxing podcast. Boxing? Boxing <laughs> podcast this week. And someone says shit show. Your mind automatically goes to Triller, J- Triller Jake Paul, Ben Askren. And that was a shit show. And I- I'm going to get deep into this, but just I'll say this from the beginning. You were right. You said it was going to be a shit show. It was a shit show. But you also said Jake Paul was going to lose. No, I said I hoped he was going to lose. Okay, well, he did. I also think it was rigged. No, it wasn't rigged. I mean, like, that ref stopped it way too soon. If that's an official title, that's a real title. Okay, well, you said it yesterday. It's a real title. No, no. I said it's a real fight, but not a real title. Your dad asked you. No, no, no. Yeah, your dad's like, is it an actual title? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, then why would they have a ref stop it if it wasn't real? No, no. It's a real fight. No, no. It's a real fight. It's a pro. No, no. He asked me if it was a pro fight. Yes, it was a pro fight. Yes. But it's not real tight. No, it's a trailer belt. But yes, it was a shit show. Early stoppage, maybe, but he was gonna get knocked out worse than that. So I think because they were like the first two fights ever in boxing, they were probably like quick on the gun to stop these fights because these guys could get hurt real bad, right? Mm. Even though they let uh that guy Raycon take an absolute That's beating. What I'm so confused. I'm so confused by that too. They let him take an absolute beating, but they were like Ben Askren, let's get you out of here. But they were right. He was gonna get knocked out worse than that. Okay, so let me first before we get, I'm gonna get into the event, right? Let me just get into the fight. This was not surprising, right? The only people surprised by this were MMA analysts and trainers because they are playing make believe in their mind. See, the problem is with this thing is they have an arrogance to them. They they, they grew up hating boxing because their sport whatever they did wrestling jujitsu kickboxing all those things were never as big as boxing so they automatically hated it and then they thought like why can't my sport be better than this why is my sport getting the attention this one does so it's an automatic hate in their heart so when ufc and mma came around it was a it was the finally they had competition to boxing and they and they someone had the right idea of putting the right rules to make it a, a entertaining fight to watch but they have not let go of the hate they have for boxing and the competition they have for boxing. Yeah. And I think the boxers have mostly let go of that competition and say, I think there's room for both of us. I don't think there's a, the doubt. I think the boxers actually have a lot of respect for MMA. And I don't see it coming the other way. I think the MMA guys, they think they could do boxing. They're real arrogant about it. And I think this was just eye-opening. Because this is how stupid their thought process was. Going into this fight, what did I tell you? Jake Paul legitimately boxes every day. Now, is he great at boxing? No, not by not a chance, right? He's not, not close to being great at boxing. But does he have experience? Is he calm in the ring? Is he used to the rule set? Is he used to how it works into being in the ring? Is he used to the the um, the movements, the someone exploding at you? Is he used to all those things? Yes, right? Ben Askren does never do that, right? Ben Askren's whole offense is basically if, if a fight broke out in the street, right? A fight broke out in the street. And two guys are fighting, and a guy comes and breaks it up, right? He wraps up one guy and pulls him out of there. That's Ben Askren's offense, 
So when you would see that fight in the street and you would be like, oh, that guy's just helping out. That's what Ben Askren does in an actual fight. He drags you to the ground and holds you there, right? So the one thing that he, he's good at and great at, he cannot do in this fight. But sit, people were telling me that he was going to be a guy that is comfortable doing that. He's at least comfortable doing that. And he was going to be him because he was a competitor. Because he had more will to win. Because he was an Olympic wrestler. You could get Michael Phelps, who's an Olympic swimmer, one of the uh, ultimate competitor, all those things. He would get knocked out by Jake Paul. Okay. It, the boxing is not something you play. Okay. It's not something you play. It's a very serious thing. There's no way out of it. If a guy hits you in the head, the only other way out, the only other way out of it is if he hits you and you go to sleep or you start fighting back and hurt, hurt him. It's the most violent sport in the world. Okay. It is. It's the most violent sport in the world. And, I know we have MMA, I know we have those things, but there's ways out in MMA. There is ways out. It's just the truth. And we saw this now, right? You said, people said that Ben Ashford couldn't get knocked out by Jake Paul because he had never been knocked out. Look at the shots he took from Robbie Lawler. It took one big shot from Jake Paul. From Jake Paul. Took one big shot. He was out cold. We have to go and look at the MMA guys that said this, right? You have to take the credibility away. You have to. You have to take the credibility away. And everyone that's changed their opinion because they said Jake Paul didn't hit him when Ben Askren uh, pushed his hand in his face. You know what he didn't do? If he would have hit Ben Askren while he walked away, he might have killed him. And that's what I seen from that fight because he hit him when he was looking and ready for it and he put him to sleep. Okay? So if he would have hit him walking away, he would have killed him. And UFC just learned that lesson because they just had Jeremy Stevens push a guy and injure him. So everyone that was talking that, Jake Paul was smarter than you. He played it smarter than you. Say what you want about Jake Paul. He has a lot of dumb things. He has a horrible case and trial that's going to happen to him. He's not a great, maybe not a great guy. I don't know him personally. I'm not here to judge him on that. I'm here to judge him on what this is. And he played the MMA guys perfectly. And he had, you MMA guys are idiots for falling into it. The MMA guys, the crowds, the, uh, uh, what the hell, Faraz Hobby, right? Who told you that, you know, Connor had a chance against Floyd. No, he didn't. Chell Sonnen, all of them, they fell into the trap that he set for them. He knew that they would do it. They would oversell it. You should have never oversold it. You guys should have stepped away from him and said, that's a joke of a fight. This guy has no chance. He's undersized, and he never boxed it in his life. But you didn't do that. You went and made a case for him. You did what Jake Paul wanted you to do. Dana White put a bet, a million-dollar bet on the other guy and said he was a legit fighter. You played right into his hands. And now you see uh, DC mad because Jay Leon Love told Tyra Woodley the truth. He would beat him down in boxing. That is the truth. It is the, uh, not a harsh truth. It's just a reality. And if you're going to play this game over and over again, they will continue to get embarrassed like this. Now, the, the thing with Jake Paul, right? He is not a good fighter. He's not. He's not a good boxer. He's not. He's True. he's <laughs> He's good for a tough man competition. Right, he is good for that. He is good for. No, I think he's making a joke of the sport. Go ahead. I think he's making a joke of the sport. How can you go around that? Like, okay, he takes it seriously today, but he also took YouTube seriously. What four years ago? What's gonna be his new thing in a couple of years? You know, he thinks he can knock out everyone. Put him in the ring with a legitimate fighter. He says it's a real fight. It's a real pro fight. Then fight a pro. Fight a pro at your own size. I agree. Right. We're not there yet, though. Let me guys just say we're not there yet. Okay, then fight. A lower, whatever, don't put him in the best in the weight class, but find a lower one. I want to see him do it. Yes, yes. I really do. I want to see him up against someone that's worked their whole life, you know, since they're a little kid, whatever, or doing this to eat. I want to see him up against that guy. He's not going to last. He'll get knocked out in the first Yes, round. he will get knocked out. 
I, but That's the thing I is, think. though, and I think he's disrespectful to Freddie Roach. Did no. you see the tweets? Okay, Freddie. Okay, but still, but still, no. it's like you're gonna okay. You're barely a boxer, and you're gonna go ahead and call all these trainers. Like, who who cares what they said or whatever? But like, come on, like, where are you really in this world? I don't know. I got a lot to say on it. You know where I stand with Freddie Roach, right? Freddie no. Roach. No, I'm saying Freddie Roach has a really important part in my life because I went to wild card gym and everything like that, and he's just important. He's a poor, he's a important person in in. Yeah, but I also think he's a respected person in yes. the boxing community. And if you're trying to make your way in that community, why would you say some disrespectful shit? Because, and what did I tell you? He's an arrogant little white boy. Oh, don't no, he is an arrogant little white boy. Okay. I'm sorry, it's, it's that's not bad. Okay. You know what I mean? So he's just entitled, and he he puts that on every single show. Yes, I agree. We're not there yet, though, right? So, okay, what's the gimmick here, though? That's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, it's like, uh, what did we just watch? The Prestige, okay. right? It's the trick. It's a magic trick. It's a gimmick. I didn't know that. I'm surprised that not everyone's in on it because I'm in on it. I mean, I see what's going on here. I see what you're saying, but still, I think he's making a joke to the sport. Look at that whole show that they put on for that. Like, I don't know. I feel like if he was really serious about it and was like, oh, I'm going to say, oh, I'm a fighter. Get into the real boxing. Like, you know what I mean? Get into that. Go into those fights and fight those guys. Like, don't sit here and say you're a boxer because you fight like half-assed, like old-ass, like MMA fighters. Like, come on. Okay. So can I, I'm going to counter this point. Okay. I'm going to counter this point. <laughs> okay. Okay. And if you hear like a a, a a rabid raccoon in the background, that's my dog. As you know, he's basically the third co-host of the thing of just noise in the background. He's teething. Okay. But the thing – okay, so let me counter this point. I'm going to counter this point with Jake Paul, right? Jake Paul, right? I'm in on the act. I get the gimmick, right? He's going to fight MMA fighters. I get that, right? He's only been boxing for two years. The act is he's going to fight MMA fighters who are undersized compared to him, and he gets away with it because he's a YouTuber. He plays that hand. He doesn't care that he plays that hand. He plays the hand that he's a YouTuber so he could get away with a 30 to 40-pound weight advantage on experienced MMA fighters who are are good. could be good at stand-up, suck at stand-up. It doesn't matter. Not elite with the hands, right? Not elite with the hands. This is the gimmick. He's going to see how far he can get till he gets to a Nate Diaz to a Conor McGregor. Right, because that's a big payday. That's what he's what he is now. If you think that he's legit uh, a fighter and that he should fight the best guys in the world, well, then that he then you're not following the gimmick. It's right there. The act is right there. That's not what I said. What I said was like he says that he's a legit fighter. So why is he gonna chicken out and fight old MMA guys? Even Conor McGregor. Conor's so small. Why yes. would you do that? Yes, that's the gimmick though. That's the gimmick. That's is the it gimmick? Okay, it's like playing. It's like he's like making a joke out of a sport you really love and you're for it like you're for this guy you were you have a whole podcast on it the last time yes yeah yeah, you were you were saying he's brilliant genius you were excited to see what he was gonna do was that not what you said yes i agree i 100 percent said this okay so can i can i keep can i keep going yes no 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 i get you no no and i'm gonna back it up right i'm gonna back it up okay he is paying respect to the sport that i love Right, he is fully dedicated. Or is he not fully dedicated to the sport? Does he not train every day? Does he not come in shape for the fight? Does he not come ready to fight? Yeah, but look at the event they put on. Like, why? Why would you be proud of fighting for that event? He does not control that event. It doesn't matter. Why would you sign up to be a part of that? I, I didn't know what that was. I ordered it too. I didn't know what the hell that yeah, was going to play really out. You think he's going to fight on any respectable network? I think he legitimately has a chance to do that now. Okay. But okay, but 
he pays respect to the sport. When he goes in there, he says, I am representing the sport I like, boxing, right? And I'm going to come in in shape. I'm not going to, uh, I may do things to sell the fight, but I'm here to fight. Now, I know that it takes all these things for him to be successful. It takes him to have the weight advantage, and it takes him to fight a guy that's not really good at stand up. It takes all these things to make him, uh, I understand the premise. Right. He has. And because he sells, he has that advantage again on the guys because people want to get paid. So they will take the chance to do it. And it does have eyeballs right now. Eventually, yes, he will lose. Okay, I'm not. uh, I do not think this goes on forever. And I think he could very well. He's very much very well probably going to lose to an MMA fighter. Yes, that will happen. But it doesn't matter. Right. Because what the debate what the thing is, right, if you have like MMA guys say they could do boxing. Right. You cannot do boxing if you can't even beat Jake Paul. Okay, if Jake Paul's a tough fight for you, and that's a risky fight for you, you are not a boxer. So what he is, is he's below, he's the lowest level of a gatekeeper. He's entry level. He is the guy, he is the bouncer that tells you you can get in line to get in the club. If you cannot beat the, get past the bouncer, you are not a good looking person to get in line to get to the club. Okay, if you got to, he is the cover charge to get to the cover charge. That's what Jake Paul is. It's fine. It's a gimmick. Eventually, right, he will either run out of MMA opponents, right, legit MMA opponents, and he will fight someone like Tyson Fury's younger brother, and he will take a beating, and everything will be right in the world. Everyone is on it right now. Like, if this is some grand travesty, it's not. People, we had Butterbean. People, we uh, UFC had CM Punk. This happens in fighting. This is nothing new. It's all repeatable. This doesn't have a lot of staying power because he cannot legitimately keep winning as opponents get better. Okay. Connor, if he fought Connor, right, he does have a 30, he will have a 30 to 40 pound weight advantage on him. There's no doubting that. But Connor is a better with his hands than Jake Paul. Okay. He will lose to one of the, to one of these guys. They fought Connor. I take it Connor in the fight. It's obvious, right? He will take, I will take Connor in the fight. He will lose the fight. Okay. There, there will be an ultimate payoff in this for everyone. Atticus. Shut the hell up. And I say that with love for my dog, but I'm on a roll right here and I will not be interrupted by nothing, man, nor beast. Okay. But oh God. I'm just saying there is an ultimate payoff. If you want him to lose, that will come. And if you want to see him beat up MMA fighters, we have that now. It's the all it hits for everyone. It doesn't hurt the sport of boxing in any way because the sport of boxing is fair. If he's legitimately good, he will legitimately move on in his career, fight legitimately good boxers. He's not legitimately good. He looked terrible in that fight. I was legitimately worried for him in the first few rounds because he was panicky. He put his head down. He would throw punches with his eyes closed. He will not. He couldn't win your local Golden Gloves. A lot. Didn't move that much. Stayed open. Like, he's yeah, he, terrible. He's not a good boxer. He's not a good boxer. He's a... He's in there. He's tough. He hits... He has some pop to him. There's no doubt about that. He hits a guy, goes to sleep. Also... He's way bigger than everybody he fights. I, but I'm in on it. Everyone that's not in on it, it's like when they say when you go to the, the table, right, and you want a uh, poker table, you're playing poker, right, and you want to know who the mark is. And if you don't know who the mark is, you're the mark. That's what I feel like when I'm watching everybody else. How is no one else getting this? Okay, but that reference kind of sucks because I don't understand poker. <laughs> well, like the mark is like the guy that everybody's using to get their money from. They're all betting. They're all playing against him because they're, they're, he's easy money. And that's what Jake Paul's doing. He's betting against everyone, and they're all falling for it. Smart people. Dana White. Are all falling for it. Now, do you want me to get into the event of the thing? What I thought about that? I mean, it's up to you. It's yeah. a podcast. I'm just here chatting with you. It was a travesty. It was embarrassing. <laughs> That's my word. I know. And you're right. 
It was a travesty. It was embarrassing. It was uh, embarrassing not for just the event. It was embarrassing for Oscar De La Hoya, who made a fool of himself. It was embarrassing uh, for everyone. For P- I thought Pete Davidson came off terrible. I thought he came off not funny. I thought he came off as an immature child. I thought that all those... But, in- okay, look at what event he was at, an immature child's event. So, yeah, I, that makes sense. And I thought when he went back there to interview uh, Jake Paul... I thought that was BS, and I thought he that you could see that Jake Paul was taking this very seriously. He was nervous. He had nervous energy going into the thing, and they were going there to make jokes and make light, and it was a, it was horrible. I lost respect for everyone there. I lost respect for the announcers. I felt uh, Al Burstein, who took that paycheck, he looked foolish on it. Everyone looked dumb. They look like... No. They look... They look like young... They look like young kids that just learned how to cuss and someone gave them permission to cuss and they were throwing F-bombs for no reason. It didn't work. It was a clown show. They put too much faith in Snoop Dogg to host the whole event when Snoop Dogg's just perfect as a little side show to an event. Not to host. You never let Snoop Dogg host the Oscars. They let him host the Oscars on this thing. And it was, this is what it turned out to be. It wasn't good. It, I don't know what audience it was for, but for the boxing audience, it's not because these people take the sport seriously. I know this doesn't have staying power. I'm not worried about it. I'm not people. All these people panicking you know, on these things. These things come and go. If they maybe they change it going forward, but right then and there, no. But right then and there, that's all. That, that it is what it is. It's not anything. It, it, I it, I did lose interest. If they're going to do it like that going forward, I'm not too interested in watching that going forward. It was a headache. It's not the boxing that I love, and I'd rather see the sport. If they would tell me the sport's in trouble, and this is what it needs to turn into, I'd rather it die than see it turn into that. I thought they were disrespectful to the fighters, and no matter if it was that Ray Khan guy whatever, someone who steps in the ring and is legitimately risking their life needs to have the respect paid towards him for the thing for that event. Well, even Pete Davidson said both Ben Askren and Jake Paul sucked. <laughs> like he's right. I mean, yeah. didn't you catch that? Yeah, yeah. He said they both suck anyway. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, but it's disrespectful, though. It is. It's it disrespectful. Is, it's like, but but that's what I mean. If you could sum up the whole event in just one saying, that was it. It's like, why would you say? Like, what's the point of saying that? You know, it's like the fight's still going to happen anyway. You know. Yeah, I don't. No, no other announcer on any legitimate site ever says that. It's it's like when you watch a show. Like I always hear Joe Rogan. He says the suits get involved. The suits get involved, and they ruin everything. And I realized that you need the suits. The suits keep order, and this was out of order. It was the it was it was a disaster. It was just that. That's all I gotta explain it. The Jake Paul thing. Uh, I'm just surprised that no one's in on this. Um, I think it did. You know, show MMA guys. You know that this this isn't a joke. The sport's not a joke. And even our lo- the lowest level guy that boxing has is a threat to their top guys. And that, that's just the case of it. But like I said, I'm very much in on the gimmick of the fight. Other fights uh, that happened this weekend, right? You had uh, Whitaker versus Gastelum, um, which is kind of, you know, went under the radar because it was un- right right next to the Jake Paul fight. Um, but Whitaker, once again, on a roll. And he's looking good. He's looking sharper than ever. And he's looking as sharp as when he had the belt. And it, him and Izzy, which I thought, you know, be a hard fight to sell, now seems very interesting. So I think that that, that is a fight. He's more controlled than ever. He's, uh, his hands look very sharp. And I just think that that's a good fight to make now, especially Izzy coming off a loss. It might be sometimes, the you know, the UFC really, it pays off for them. Sometimes the storylines just flowing together just because they have their best guys fighting all the time. That when the story does flow in together, they could just make it right away. And that's the fight you just make right away. 
uh, next fight was Tony Harrison versus Perella. And Tony Harrison, to me, lost that fight. And Perella, uh, moving up in weight, coming off a knockout loss, right, that was controversial, he looked sharp. And he put it under him, but, you know, he didn't do anything that I didn't expect. It looked like the Perella, it just looked like Tony Harrison just could not get going. He had all the problems in the world with it. Uh, Tony Harrison, like I said, was what I going into this fight, I said he was, you know, a step away from elite. He's not there anymore. I think it could start getting ugly for him at this point. I don't expect uh, Perella, to, Perella, uh, Perella to be a threat at, uh, at that weight class. I don't expect him to be a threat with all the top guys, but I thought he won that fight. And I thought that he's coming off two very controversial uh, decisions. One being stopped with five seconds left and that one getting a draw. I don't know. I, it didn't look like that. It looked like he lost, Tony Harrison had lost that fight. Uh, next event, uh, next thing we had was Cunningham. Oh, no, no. Uh, Andrade over Williams. And Andrade did not look great in this fight. And I told you, I mentioned that Andrade's not a great finisher, right? And he doesn't have much office going he forward. He started off looking good. He, he started off looking really good. He looked devastating early. Yeah, but he, he looked did, good but he early. Didn't he didn't. He, I think, what? Did they go all the rounds? They won twelve. They won the full. They won the full decision. That's what I was going to ask you when he was fighting. Has he ever gone the full twelve rounds, or has is? Remember, I am so out of the loop with all this stuff. But you know how you said some fighters just start him at four rounds. Yeah, and then they go. Like, and then they go up and go up and go up. That was one of my questions when he was fighting. Was is this his? Oh no, he's a he's an experienced fighter. He's been he fought many times decision, but yeah, he just doesn't have the fit. He's not a good finisher, and I called it before. Thing I said he's gonna get to the guy. Now I thought he would stop him late, and there was a few chances he had to do it. He just cannot finish a fight, and he has a hard time with the offense going forward. And I think that anything you thought of him giving Canelo a threat was out the window. And I think they let him cook too soon, and that's what happens. And now he is not considered a a legitimate threat to Canelo. I don't think he could sell the fight because he couldn't sell before. But I do think that. Now he seems beatable by Golovkin. I think Golovkin might take that chance. I think uh, uh, I think there's a few guys now that where he could get some legit fights because he looks beatable now. He doesn't look as unstoppable as was maybe we once thought. Um, he definitely won that fight, but just it, it's one of those fights where you win and it hurts you more in the run, but it might give him more opportunities because he looks more beatable. Here's a Okay, so that's it. So let me get to uh, my fake money real bets, right? And I, I I changed my betting strategy this week, and it, it, it paid off. It paid off huge. I won 350K on Jake Paul because I told you that Jake Paul, this whole storyline going in everything like that, people had somehow muddied the waters again, and they thought that this was going to be a close fight, right? And they thought that this was going to be uh, somehow Ashton could win it. And I knew that was going to happen, so I went all in, 350K to win 179K. I won that. Now, I thought Paul had a, there was a good chance Paul would go to decision, right? Because I thought that Ashkin would be able to smother enough and protect himself enough in certain situations. He couldn't. Uh, uh, Askren just looked terrible. He looked stiff. He looked exactly what I'd imagine. There's a thing in boxing, right? You know, in MMA, you could rush a guy and hold his hand and all those things, right? It's not the same in boxing, okay? The movement's not the same. Like, someone needs to talk to him because there was even points where he got pushed back. Because the momentum and everything is different in the boxing ring, right? Just like if you went to NBA, I'm sure a lot of things are different, right? Everything's different there. Boxing's different. It's not, you can't just rush someone. So I want to get rid of, let's, let's we're going we're gonna to retire it today. I'm going to retire it today. The MMA guy's strategy that he's going to come in and use dirty boxing for 12 rounds to smother a guy. He's going to use a clinch. He's gonna put, it doesn't work. It's done. Jake Paul retired it. Floyd Mayweather beat it with Conor McGregor. But for some reason, it was still like people had that thought. 
It was finished by Jake Paul. It's done. That's not going to happen ever again. So I went all in, Jake Paul. They did it. Now what you're doing right with Jake Paul is you got to watch it close. Because now his odds are going to get better. You 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 put the money on him to win. Now you got to watch it close because there's going to be put money on him to lose now. that's It's coming. It's coming. Keep watching it. You're going to have to sell. You, we bought low. We're going to sell high. And I'm going to point it out to you when it's coming. Whitaker versus Gaslam, put 150K on it, want 56K. My new total, I, I did lose the Paul by decision, didn't happen, 15K. And I had a parlay, right, that it was Andrade, Harrison, Paul, Progross, Cunningham, and Whitaker. Harrison was a, 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 a draw. So I should win some money from that. But because I don't legitimately bet it, I don't know how that would play out or what the amount of money would do. So I'm just going to call that a wash. And I'm going to come to this. I have now, I started at 529. I'm at 749K. I'm coming now. And this new strategy where I go in on one certain fight and don't, no diversify my money. And you diversify your money in stocks, not in bets. I learned that now. Lesson learned. I'm coming now. I want to get to 1.5. I'm going to get to two. I'm going to get to three. And then I'm going to start just putting the house up. I'm legitimately going to put the house up. And we are going to ride this bad boy together. We're going to ride that train. Just like Delahoy was riding that train. Just like Delahoy was going to ride that train on Saturday. I'm going to ride this train with a betting. We're going to ride it. And we're going to ride it together. And it's going to be a hell of a ride. And we're going to end up filthy rich. Me and you. Me and the listener. You have anything else to add? Nope. You got a lot of experts. Uh, what is it called? Uh, why do I always forget words? Like is this is, you know, it's really hard because you're on the go, so it's like you're trying. What is it called when you just like say the X serps X? You know what I'm talking about? Are you talking about excerpts? But that's like a reading. Is that like a writing reading thing? Like objections, I think, is what you're trying to say. No, not objections. I have a lot of objections because I objected to a lot of things that you said. Excerpt is like a paragraph to the side of what you're reading. It's weird, like when I put the mic closer. Like, see when the mic, you see like the, the thing that it makes when I talk. Mm-hmm. You see that now, like you talk. Okay. It's almost like if like a, a mouse sneezed. It's like if a mouse sneezed, that's the thing it would go like that little less noisy. Sorry, some of us aren't as loud as you are. You're loud. I agree. I'm not. Deni- I'm not denying them loud. Some of us are dainty and cute. <laughs> And I am not. And I'm proud of it. Thank you, guys. This has been The Mouthpiece.